Hello and welcome to another episode of A Need to Read. This episode I'm joined by the wonderful Ella Ringrose. She is a YouTuber, she is a woman's coach, she talks about energies, she talks about manifesting and all of the stuff that people keep asking me for recommendations for. So I thought, as opposed to me read seven books and then tell you about them, I'll just get Ella on and she can talk all about all these interesting things that people might believe in, they might not believe in. I'm certainly less of a sceptic after my chat with Ella. She's an absolute legend. Um, we had a really good chat on and off the air, so I hope you enjoy it as much as I did, as always. Um, we got into loads of different things, including like the different types of energies, working out whether I've got a bit more feminine energy than masculine energy, and what the implications of those are. So I'm sure you're going to enjoy this one, and you've got a lot that you can take away from this, because I have listening to it for the second time it was great but before we get into it just a quick word from our sponsors so our sponsors are BetterHelp. now BetterHelp provide an online therapy service to millions of people around the world now of course just before we start you don't have to take my word for it they've got testimonials on their website from thousands and thousands of their users um, who trust in the service now therapy is something i talk about a lot on the podcast and it's something that i'm a big advocate for whether something is getting in the way of your happiness or you're getting in your own way speaking to someone about that is very very helpful and the key word is helpful it's not detrimental speaking to someone that's outside of your friendship zone outside of your family god it can help i've been having therapy for just over a year now and the benefits are you've heard me talk about the benefits basically there's fucking loads of them so if you're looking at getting some online therapy and you can't get face to face because either it's too slow in your area or it costs too much have a look at better help you get 10 percent off as a need to read listener so you just go to betterhelp.com forward slash a need to read but that's it in terms of the sponsors. Obviously, all the information for that is down in the description. If you want to email me, you want to go on the sponsors, you want to check out what the episode's about, even though you're listening to it, go in the description of the episode there. And also, while you're there, drop us a review or give us a subscribe or a follow. And then once you've listened to the episode, and I'm sure you're going to like it, just share it with your friends. Because, um, I mean, I'm not famous. I need your help. I need your help to get this out to people. So then more people get reading. But I'm going to stop waffling. The episode of the Ella Ring Rose is coming at you in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. I really hope you enjoy it. So welcome to A Need to Read, Ella. Thank you very, very much for agreeing to come on. Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, obviously, we were just speaking then. The reason that I've asked you to come on, because a lot of your content is focused around manifesting and the side that a lot of people nowadays would call like the woo woo yeah and I'm, and I'm going down that route yeah. I, can, I can see myself going down there I've got three crystal kind of stones in here oh, I've got a salt lamp amazing, so amazing I don't know what they are but I've, yeah. got, I've got them in the house and I'm really interested to just pick your brains about everything along those lines but before we do that can I just ask you that annoying question of just to introduce yourself and say who you are, where you're from, and what your story is, essentially. Yeah. Um, okay, so my name is Ella. I'm 22 years old, and I'm from Dublin in Ireland. And I'm a full-time YouTuber. Like, that's, like, my main thing I do. But I help women mainly um, with spirituality. So, like, raising their vibration, getting into the law of attraction, how to manifest, all of these sort of different things, and kind of going through a spiritual journey, I guess, in sense of, like, healing and and that's what I do. So most of my time I'm making videos, um, coaching, all of that stuff. And then um, I'll go a little bit into my story. It's quite long, but I'll go a little bit into it. So when I was um, 17, I, well, all my life, I always struggled in school. I was labeled as dyslexic and dyspraxic. So from the get-go, I kind of had this false belief that I was dumb because I was like treated quite differently. Like, you know, the teachers, when you're dyslexic, they're like, did you get that now, Ella? Like it was just yeah. from a very young age. Um, it was a belief I adapted. And so all throughout school, I was failing everything. I really, really struggled. Um, especially even in the social aspect, I found it really hard to fit in. I always felt different, if you will. And um, mm. I, I just really struggled in school. And I always believed like I'd be a failure. Nothing would happen in my life. Um, I'd gone through so much stuff growing up. Um, 
And when I was 17, I couldn't take it anymore. So I dropped out of school. I couldn't, like, I just couldn't handle it anymore. And so I was quite lost, very, very lost. And so one day my brother handed me a self-development book called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway by Susan Jeffers. You might know it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So that was my first ever book. And I wanted to start YouTube for like, since I was 12 years old, because it was like my escape mechanism because I really struggled in school. So I'd run home and I'd watch YouTube and like, it was like my gateway, like escape. Yeah. So I read this book that my brother gave me and I read that book in that day and I started my YouTube channel. Um, like the day I'd read it after being so terrified, especially, I don't know, it's such an Irish thing that it's like, um, it's not as normal to do that sort of stuff in like Ireland. I, um, yeah. like other places I say, I don't know. But I started it that day and then um, I just got obsessed with self-development and I started realizing that I'd been like labeling myself that I was dumb, that I couldn't do this and do that. Like I'd gone through six minimum wage jobs by the age of 20. Like I was going nowhere kind of thing. So when I started finding self-development, um, I decided I want to create a business and I was just, I like, I know you're podcast is all about reading and like it's the biggest thing I suggest people do like I just became obsessed mm. with it and um, yeah. so much that I moved to Canada by myself just to um grow my business and just read like I literally I was like a little hermit like I went to Canada I didn't leave my place I was reading working like 24 7 like I did not socialize it was crazy but um in that year then which was a year ago now, I built up my business and now I do this full time and I absolutely love it. So I like helping people go through the same journey, I'd say, because yeah. I started off kind of in the self-development and I used to be the person on the other spectrum, like judging people who were spiritual and I used to think they were whack. Like I was like, yeah. they're like they just want to hug trees and like they're like all of these beliefs I had around it. And then yeah. to be the person that I used to slag, it's like so funny, gone full circle. But um. Yeah, that's what I like to help people do, kind of get into that um, for more the modern angle, because it's very easy to kind of bash it out when we have so much social conditioning to believe like um, a certain way, like our paradigm is so structured a certain way. So I try and ease the two. And that's what I do now. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. I, I know that fear of becoming what you used to take the piss out of, because this is lit that's literally me. Like, I, I didn't used to take the piss out of people that read, but like, I didn't really get why they would. Oh, there's so many, so many other things you could do that's better than reading. And now I'm like, if you don't read, are you dumb? Like yeah. you need, you need to do it. Not like, are you dumb because you can't read? Like you should read because it will make you a better person. Oh, and yeah, if you don't want like to be a better person, then mm. like, what's the point? So you, you're dyslexic, but you, you read a book in a day because i get a lot of questions from people that like dyslexia yeah. saying oh my dyslexia yeah. is stopping me but what how how difficult was it going from like being told that you're stupid at school yeah. and like, being dyslexic to start reading how long did it take for you to get into just finishing books and getting yeah. through them well from i mean also this is kind of a side note but i personally i i do believe that people are can be dyslexic but i do also think it's a self-perpetuating belief where if you keep telling yourself you're dyslexic that's what you're gonna yeah. matter you're gonna attract more of that and so all my life i thought i was dyslexic i thought like i am but um i that then manifested into me failing everything and like doing so mm. crap at school so i personally think detaching from labels is so important but yeah. i always was a bookworm like I was that girl who read every fiction book under the sun as a kid and yeah. and like I remember like one day running home from school so excited to find out the next piece in a book like sprinting home like I was a little yeah. nervous but not when it came to the academic school but um I've always been a reader but I kind of always thought, like I always labeled off like oh I find it harder than others or I use that as an excuse like mm. I have some friends who are like oh I'm ADHD like I can't read like all of these sort of things and I just think detaching from the belief is like the most important thing because once I did that um I was able to read so much faster like I read like a, a book a week and mm. um it, like I don't think it's that difficult no I think it's just a label no. I really do I really do it's so simple it's just if you think it is, I also think meditation is really really good for reading as well yeah. um because you're able to be more present but I think it's more to just detach from the belief or the story that you're saying like oh it's hard to read and just yeah yeah read <laughs> practice yeah. makes it perfect yeah exactly i think that's one of the things like i i found it difficult to read and there was a time in my life where my mum was like oh maybe you're dyslexic and like there's definitely a certain like it, it's hard to pick a side of whether you're like well it's a self-fulfilling prophecy or it's a legitimate 
like biological thing you mm-hmm. you can't work out the words and what I think the school system does is kind of put people that are in that gray area and then just shove them into the label zone yeah I I, I think I think with everything like you're so it's everything's so fast to diagnose people and label people and I don't think they realize how like not damage but yeah I, I guess damage it can it can create in someone's mind at such a young age. Like I'll just add a little story. I remember mm. when I was 17 and I just left school, I was going to therapy because I was like, I just was so lost. And, yeah. and the girl told me, Ali, you're depressed. Like it was the, like, she was like, you're so depressed. And then whenever I felt happy and like, I was only 17, like whenever I felt happy, I go, Oh, I'm not happy. Cause I'm depressed. Like, and I was always like trying to fulfill this label. So I think it's just important to detach from that like completely like i i wouldn't like i, I can't label myself this or that do you know what i mean it's just because then it just yeah. perpetuates and manifests really but um yeah no it's crazy the school the school system i, I could talk about that all day yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm the same do you know they're actually i was speaking to uh one of my friends they're a teacher and they're doing mindfulness classes in mm. school at the moment which oh, i think is fantastic um and i think it's because they're saying that the kids have gone through so much trauma over this last year with the coronavirus they're getting them to do like mindful walks and to sit there and shut their eyes and sit with their thoughts which i imagine if i was in school at like 10 or 11 and someone told me to sit still i'd have been that kid who'd like was throwing my pencil case at people to distract <laughs> them and stuff like that like good luck to the teachers who go through it but i'm really glad that that's a change that is happening now because yeah. it's so important mindfulness like when you went through therapy and stuff at 17 is that when you got into mindfulness or is, it, is that something that's that's come about a bit later uh, no, I was 17. Yeah, that's the, I was handed the book when I was 17. Yeah, and that like changed everything. Now my family were always interested in it. My brother was um, really into the like success gurus, like uh, Tony Robbins, like uh, Grant Cardone, Ty Lopez, like all of those sort of people. So he was, and my brother was like my best friend growing up. So Mm. he was a drop shipper so he basically ordered like a hundred self-development books like business books entrepreneur books like and left them in the hole um, in a bookshelf and he handed me that first one so after that I read every single book that was on that bookshelf and so he was yeah. an incredible role model for me because I saw him really work hard and he created a really successful business through that through drop shipping and then my mom is also an entrepreneur so they, like my family always had like I always had that mm. um, environment around me which is so important and um, but they were huge huge figures in it but I think you have to be called to it like it, yeah. no one can tell you to, you have to want to do it and um, so yeah. when I was 17 like I'm fed up you know I was drinking every weekend I was I just felt so sad all the time I was going nowhere in mm. I mean I was only 17 but like I had no direction I felt so limited and it truly changed my life reading I know like it, yeah. it truly changed my life yeah yeah well look that's that's what we like to hear I'll give you a fiver after um this for saying that so thank you um <laughs> it's it is one of those things it, it can change your life and I agree you, you can't be told it's mm. like with therapy or like with meditation like with reading like no one's going to tell you to do it. You kind of have to come to that conclusion yourself. Um, yeah. And it's an interesting. Do you still read any fiction at the moment? You know what? I actually read, I just read The Alchemist last week. And I was like, oh my God, I need to read fiction more because um, self-development books are still like somewhat of work for me, I guess. Like they're... Mm-hmm. It takes willpower. Whereas when I read The Alchemist, I was like, I want to know what happens next. Like I was loving it. And so I like literally put up a story. I was like, guys, can you tell me like fiction books? So I got some like yeah. recommendations, but um, I actually want to dive more into it um, and just read them at night. I think there's also a lot of fiction books that have incredible messages in them. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're like considered u- useless. I think all reading is good. I think especially yeah. like, separating from technology all the time and and just having like time to wind down is so important. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's a quote, I think it's Benjamin Franklin. It's like, tell me, I'll forget, show me, I may remember, involve me and I'll learn. And yeah. when you're reading a novel, I think you're truly involved in the story. So you're going through whatever journey that character is going through and you learn the same lessons. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like feeling all the emotions. You're like visualizing mm-hmm. in your head. Like it's the same with even movies. Um, do you know Sam Evans? Nope. Oh wow. Okay. He's, he's cool. But, um, he, <laughs> he, uh, said like, what's your favorite movie? Um, and whatever, actually don't pick, what's your favorite movie? Uh, Blood Diamond. Oh, I've never heard of it. Um, <laughs> he said that like your favorite movie, the reason it is, is because you live your, like you see yourself through the main character. 
and you're like living through the main character. So you get the, the like adrenaline and the ego boost from like ah. being the main character, which I thought was so fascinating. And it's kind of the same with books. Yeah, especially yeah. with The Alchemist as well. I think anyone that like likes to travel or feels that they've got a genuine purpose in life, yeah. like they'll attach that book. And even if they don't feel like any of that, they'll read the book and then they'll feel like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you read it. Yeah, I love The Alchemist. I, I try and shove that down everyone's throats like no as, as much as I can. It's one of my favorite books. I think Paolo Coelho is brilliant. Um, my brother literally gave it to me for my birthday like last week. Yeah, it's um, it's quite a short one. I've read a couple of his other books. One called The Pilgrimage, which is about the road to Santiago. I think it's like a Catholic pilgrimage, very weird book. Um, and then there's one called Eleven Minutes, which follows a Brazilian girl. She goes and lives in Switzerland, becomes a sex worker, and it's about sex and love. It's very, very That's weird to um, to read. Yeah, but. And then basically the title comes from apparently the average time from start to finish from as soon as it's, it gets going when they're having sex is 11 minutes. That's, that's what this main character decided. Um, was, yeah, was the time frame. <laughs> Can I ask you, how many books do you read a week or like uh, not a week? Sorry. Like how many books, like how often do you read? Uh, every day. So I, I read every day in the morning for like 20, 30 minutes. And then any other opportunity I get to pick up a book, I'll do it. I always, I take a book everywhere. So, yeah, you're one of those. I love that, yeah. like on the train and everything. Yeah, exactly. And when you go and meet friends, the good thing about people nowadays is most of them are always late, whereas I can't stand being late. Oh no! So I'll be somewhere five or ten minutes before I need to be, and then I've got five, ten, fifteen, potentially twenty or thirty minutes if they're late, and I can just read in that time, and I'm not just sat there waiting on my phone, waiting for them to text me saying, "Oh, sorry, I'm late." I love that so much. That's such like a flex because like, I actually feel like a lot of people my age would be embarrassed. Like it's like a, a thing where they'd be embarrassed to read in public. I, I don't oh, know. it's frustrating. Yeah. Like, like that's the whole point. I want to change people's minds on reading yeah. because. Well, every time I see someone read, I'm like, kudos to you. Like it just on the train. Mm. Like I remember when I started reading on the train, I was so embarrassed when I was younger. I was mm. like, do I look like a weirdo? And now I'm like, that is the stupidest like belief I've ever heard. Like, yeah, it's because they were old fashioned. But the the book business is actually larger than the music industry in terms of like money made from it. Um, so it's like a multi multi billion dollar industry for books because there's billions of books and maybe not billions, but millions of books and. <laughs> yeah. They're all at like 10 quid a pop and music's yeah. now free. So since if people have stopped buying music, books has become a more lucrative industry. So it's a good one to get into, apparently. <laughs> Absolutely. Are you writing one? Uh, I've, I've got ideas for two. So at end of next year, start of 2022, I should have them both all wrapped up. Um, oh. But yeah, one, one's fiction, one's not fiction. I just want to try. When I was younger, I got told that like my writing was good, but I used to swear in my writing. So I used to write a lot about like, I'd read when I was younger about like military kids or like, like spies. Uh -huh. So I'd write about that in like English lessons. So my creative writing, they're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. But you said shit in it. Not so. <laughs> so like, I have so much respect for that. Like you can write a fiction book because it's, it's so, I find it so fascinating how some people can find things so easy to do and others like, it's like, like public speaking, for example, some people mm. like it absolutely petrifies them where someone else can find it so easy. And like writing a fiction book is like reading Chinese to me. Like I, I would mm. never in a million years know how to do that. So that's like incredible. You'll, you'll have an idea one day, I'm sure. My, I, I hadn't, like the limit of my writing was maybe two or three A4 pages, like when I was in school. Yeah. And that that was it. But now I sit down and write. I've got all the ideas for the different parts. I just can't structure it. It's just my organization that's getting in the way for me. So yeah. I'm going to read about how to get organized and then I'll, I'll sort that out. Um, <laughs> Amazing. But I'll, I'll send you a copy when it's done. I'll sign it and everything. Oh, I'd be honored. <laughs> so when, um, when you started with self-development, we were talking there, you had all your Think and Grow Rich, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and then you moved over to more of what we've already said, it's like the woo-woo. What oh, was yeah. your first book? Was it, uh, not The Secret, but what other books are there on yeah. like the law of attraction and manifestations that are a good place for people to start? Because it's a question I'm asked quite a lot. Yeah. No, the secret was the first one I read, um, and but the ones I would recommend would be 
the power by Rhonda Byrne. I actually think that's so much better than the secret. Um, but okay. uh, the just the book Law of Attraction by Jerry and Esther, yeah, listen, Jerry and Esther Hicks is yeah. probably the best book you can read on Law of Attraction. They have so many. They have one called Ask and It Is Given. That's a great one. Um, but Esther and Jerry Hicks are incredible because they've been in the industry for so long, like decades. And mm. I think. I don't know if you do you know them. Like it's quite an esoteric thing that they do. No, no. See, I. So for me, I'm a skeptic, and I saw that you were also a skeptic as oh, well. Oh, biggest on, skeptic on, on the planet. I actually, um, when I was watching YouTube, like about three or four years ago, I watched this girl, and I thought she was a scam artist. So I was like, she's scamming people. Like I'd watch her videos, and I'd be like, you are scamming people. Like they can't man. Like I just was such a skeptic and it's so funny that I'm literally doing what that girl does now full time and like you, the biggest con artist. I can't yeah, believe con it. Artist. <laughs> but um no Jerry and Esther Hicks basically it's a little bit esoteric, but they channel a higher being that's not them and they call it Abraham. So it's like mm-hmm. a spiritual being is speaking through them and writes the books for them. So they actually don't take credit for the books. It's like they're channeling a higher consciousness called Abraham. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's really, it's interesting. Like, if you want, <laughs> I can see your face. If you want, I'm, I'm, yeah. I haven't, I haven't been uh, converted just yet. But keep going. I'm, I'm interested. No, it, it's, it's fascinating because if I saw that, like, I, I was in the position you are. So I love meeting people who are like that as well because I, I can relate to them so much because I was this yeah. exact same. Like, yeah. Um, but I would watch, um, they, basically, they, um, she like closes her eyes. Her name's um, Esther. Yeah, Esther. And she closes her eyes and then like, she's a different person. She opens her eyes and she's like talking, but it's not, not her, like public speaking. And they call it Abraham. Um, but In her it, voice and everything like that? It's a little different, like the tone, everything. It's a little deeper. There's also, um, there's loads of these like people out there. There's another one called Bashar and he's a, like he's this guy but he's like uh, when i watched his it kind of freaked me because he shouts like he's very like you have to do but it's it's like um he channels this guy called bashar but it's basically Mm. um but even if you like if you're listening even and you're thinking okay this is so crazy like i don't want to listen just read the books because they don't actually even mention really abraham like it's not Mm. um, anything esoteric it just speaks about law of attraction and when i read that like everything made sense and then i think are more skeptics i think an incredible way to delve into it is quantum physics so joe dispenza is like the man for that sort of stuff and i think when you look at it for more of the quantum physics aspect um it helps you convert convert a little bit because i have this kind of belief that quantum physics is like the more good way of going in for the more logical and then when you're a bit in the more spiritual sense you're kind of just using it in your own understanding and you explain Mm. it that way and that's why it can sound kind of confusing and like esoteric and um, not as believable so I think it's incredible to look at quantum physics because it explains more the physics aspect and when you kind of understand it like everything kind of clicks but um, it took me years to believe it like it literally took me like like so many years to believe it like it's not um I mean I've always been jealous of the people who could who like heard of it and believed it straight away. They're like, oh, I believed in it like the minute I like to the get go, but me absolutely not. Even um, I was raised Christian and like, I never believed in God. I didn't believe in like any, like I was just such a skeptic every single thing. It wasn't just the law of attraction. So um, yeah, you'll get around there. You'll get around there. I'd recommend For me, like there's no difference between this and religion. It's it's just not got a dogma with it. So like where like religion tells you, you have to do certain things. Whereas like this does not, I'm reading a book at the moment called the immortality key. And it's about like the forgotten religion. So basically from 400 AD, mm-hmm. that is when this like forgotten religion is, is just no longer, there's a place called Eleusis in Greece and it's about a 13. Um, oh no, it's in Italy. It's, it's old Greece. So Greece used to be, fucking huge um and oh, i'm gonna have to get this right Eleusis <laughs> was a 13 mile trek from rome and there are these big gates there people would go there and they drink this potion and it would get them in touch with the divine and this potion weirdly enough um like probably had yeah. some psychoactive um stuff in there it came from a mold that grew on bar- barley and wheat um it's called ergot so it was the same as psilocybin, which is found in magic mushrooms. And what they believe is that from around like zero, 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 one AD, um, 
that's when Christianity was pushed through psychedelics and they got rid of women from the church. Like the people that used to run these um, like ceremonies, they were priestesses and, and women were held like quite high. Whereas when Christianity came in, they pretty much got rid of all of the women uh, apart from Mary, like mm-hmm. in the Bible, she's pretty much the only standout woman in, in yeah. the Bible. And they think Christianity was one that's uh, essentially squashed women out of, of being the higher, higher beings, which I, I probably agree with, to be fair. I oh, think, um, I, when you think of God, you think of a masculine creature. You don't think of mm, it as feminine whatsoever. I, I study a lot, um, with the two energies, like the dynamic mm, of the two. And, um, it's quite a mask. Uh, like I know if, if people are listening as well, but, um, I think it is quite masculine, like the energy, mm. it's nothing to do with really genders. Um, when I talk about masculine feminine, like it has nothing to do with like a boy or a girl, like it's just yeah. an energy within, but, um, no, it's very uh, masculine dominated. I think, um, I was actually watching this interview like the other night and they were saying, now I, I don't know where these, like I could be so off, but this girl was studying that, um, there was a part of the Bible that a woman wrote that they like, it's missing everywhere. And they, like, like mm. it was, there was some sort of, I don't know, something to do with feminine and like uh, something to do with a woman anyway, but it, it went disappeared, like it disappeared and it's never been found. And her name was Sophia. Um, actually, I, I can't even remember what it was, but it was such an interesting video. I'll actually send it to you. Mm, um, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. It's, um, it's interesting because throughout this book that I'm reading, like the women are seen as, as the ones who like created this, like getting in touch with divine. And when people do ayahuasca, ayahuasca, for those who don't know, and if, I don't know if you know what it is, it's, um, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a plant. It was usually found in the Amazon. People can go and do ayahuasca retreats now in like Spain, Portugal, loads of places around <laughs> Europe. Um, I haven't done one, but I a hundred percent will one day. Oh, um, uh, like 2 million percent. Like you have to be called to it as well. So like mm. if you're called, it like do it it's such a i mean I've, I've watched so many videos from people who do ayahuasca experiences i'm like it literally just opens up your subconscious mind like who wouldn't mm. not who wouldn't want to do that because a lot of people wouldn't like yeah my mom and she was like like my mom's just like against like all of that sort of stuff and i was like okay i've got to not just be as vocal with like these sort of things i'm the same i'm the same i've had conversations with my mom before about psychedelics and stuff and it's it's, it's a generational thing they, they were demonized in like the late 70s when charles manson essentially did what original christians did mm. by creating this cult which essentially is what christianity started as yeah um not to like if if you're christian sorry but read this book and then you'll understand what i'm talking about um but like it it, is there's loads of parts about how psychedelics were involved in like the origins of um the bible like the original story of adam and eve like the forbidden fruit um and the snake the serpent so lady ayahuasca who's the person that people meet when they do ayahuasca and like there's thousands probably millions of people that have met lady ayahuasca said loosely because i don't know personally um and she's part woman part snake that's really interesting. That's so fascinating because I've always like kind of questioned it as well. The thing about my um, family Christianity is like, if you don't follow this way, you're punished or like mm. something's wrong. And I, I really believe in all the universal laws. I don't know if you know, there's 12 universal laws in the kind of spiritual. I don't. Please tell us them if, you, if you've got oh, them on hand. I can't tell us some. <laughs> there's law of relativity, law of polarity, law of attraction, law of vibration, law of action, law of cause and effect uh oh you put me on the spot here um law of gender no 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 no. okay there's a there's 12 anyway i should know this i did a course on it um but there's 12 and one of the laws is the law oh yeah law of oneness which means like we are like all one like we are all connected we're no Mm. different like everything in this world is energy right like your phone you are i am like we're all connected and the one thing I find about religion is it, it, and with a lot of things in life, not just religion, sorry, like everything is like, it causes separation. Mm. And I don't think people really realize like how powerful we are as, as one and what people yeah. are starting to do is like go against each other. And like, if belief systems clash, it's like, you're wrong, I'm right. And it's like repelling. Whereas when we realize like at the end of the day, we are all one, we are all connected. We all came from the exact same way <laughs> into this yeah, life. And yeah. when you kind of look at it from that angle, I think free speech is really important. Like I kind of, res- even if someone is certain thing, I respect like everyone having their own, like, you know, 
like beliefs so, yeah, yeah exactly like i don't think there's any right or wrong necessarily but um i think with religion actually well that's very contradicting what i just said but i think with religion it's very like if um you do a certain thing you're punished like that's like mm. the biggest thing i was here especially with just growing up they kind of frowned upon certain things like even um especially yeah. in ireland i imagine it's a really religious country isn't it yeah yeah it is i was raised christian i went to um christian schools but um i never really believed in it i was always like yeah. Bit of a skeptic with everything <laughs> i was the same i think i i can't cross my legs now as an adult man and i think that's because when i was eight years old one of my like best friends died of leukemia and i stopped praying because i was like well if there is a god what's he doing killing kids so i stopped i stopped praying in, in assembly so i'd sit there on my knees while everyone else was cross-legged because i was just looking for mm. anyone else that wasn't praying that's and now i can't cross my legs so cheers god if you're if you are real that's so interesting i always um I'm always so fascinated that how our, like our personality traits are evolved and like mm. how certain things happen a certain way. That's just so interesting. At such a young age, you, uh, that was the way it is. It's, it's, sorry, that's just fascinating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I was hard, hardcore atheist since I was eight years old. And when now I'm kind of like thinking there's, there's something out there. I don't believe it's some like omnipresent, omnivalent God, but I think mm. that we are all connected. Like we all came from two things crashing together a big bang however many years ago we yeah. can go off on this tangent maybe another time but <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about this vibration thing I've, I've seen quite a bit about um that on your instagram and yeah. they're talking about like feminine and, and masculine energies what does that mean well a lot of people associate masculine and feminine with genders right like it's the first mm. thing like i've that was what I thought firstly. Um, but it's it's literally simply an, an energy. It's like yin and yang. You can just look, it, it's easier if someone wants to think that, like yin and yang, it's easier. Um, but it's simply just two energies and we all have it within us. Like it's not to say that, um, you know, women are just feminine and men are just masculine. Like, uh, men and women both have the same energy. There's actually a lot of men that are feminine and there's nothing wrong with that. There's a lot of women who are really, really masculine. Um, but it's, it's to understand the polarity between the two and the balance because in today's society, we're in quite a, we're in a very masculine driven society where, um, I'll explain the energy. So masculine energy is basically logic. It's kind of ambition, it's action. It's like kind of the hustle, like the go, 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 like vision, mm. like um, having goals and a vision. It's quite a masculine trait. And we need both of them to survive, by the way, like it's not. Yeah. Um, and then feminine is just more being in the present and um, living in the moment, uh, connecting with nature, being intuitive, your body, dancing, movement. It's like, yeah. We need the two for harmony and in today's society the feminine is really suppressed and it's again nothing to do with genders it's just um i think that's what causes a lot of pain is when people are just living in their masculine and they're you know this world is very productive it's go 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 it's always on the hustle like you're congratulated the more you work and the more you're doing and creating and um feminine is just simply being and allowing and just yeah. stepping back just being present really um yeah. so sign I, me up I, for I really the feminine yeah i know i i studied the two because i used to be the most masculine woman you'd ever meet like i mm. i was just, like i remember just being obsessed with like grant cardone and like i literally went to a seminar and i met him and i was like you're my idol like i was like that type of girl like which again yeah. nothing wrong with that but i always felt like such a like something was missing inside of me like i always felt so imbalanced and then i started mm. feminine energy and it said to just start dancing going on walks and i feel so like peaceful since i've yeah. got the two so i think it's really important to look at the two energies of dynamic and um know when to channel the two because you need the two like if you're yeah. just letting your feminine dominate your life you probably might lack like work ability or some sort of career structure and if you're yeah. masculine you might not be able to you might not be living in the moment to enjoy it's it's really yeah. fascinating but um it's just it's one of the laws which is the law of gender uh no no law, law of feminine and masculine i'm sorry um but yeah it explains all of that how like we need the two to co-create in this world yeah. um it's not just one or the other so yeah uh, yeah just learning how to activate the two yeah it's interesting when when you talk about that that reminds me so my therapist told me uh, this story so I, I used to be very harsh on myself I still am to be fair but um <laughs> you know, like i'd get up in the morning and be like, oh come on Ed, do this do this but my actual like the energy i have 
is more feminine than most blokes i think yeah and i'm i'm very happy to just be and be present but i have this what my therapist calls teacher one in my head and the teacher one is like come on ed get up do this you can do more you can do this you got to hustle you got to grind and then teacher two it's like hey ed like you've done really well over the last like couple of weeks look at what you've done like look back and see what you've achieved like be calm and be be present so it's like teacher one and teacher two and because I was failing to recognize that, I have a notification come through on my phone. It's now every three days, but it used to be every day at 12 o'clock. So teacher one or teacher two, and it, and it prompts me to think about it. Um, and I think that's like the teacher one would be that masculine energy. And then teacher two is that feminine energy of being like, hey, just yeah. calm down, man. You're all right. Yeah, no, I can, I can actually sense energies a lot. And like, I don't, I think you have a really good balance because you may not realize like you have like built up an incredible podcast like you you want to like you're building a business Stop it. Like that. that's all masculine like energy like you're able to cope yeah. but you're also very present so mm. i think like the biggest skill you can have is knowing when to channel the two so like yeah. for me when i was building my business like i was first so masculine but now being at a place like where you can be feminine which again not gender it's just an yeah. energy I'm able to work in my feminine and allow it to flow. Like I don't have to follow like harsh structures anymore and everything like that. And there's such a good harmony, but um, yeah, no, I, I would say you have a good ma- ma- match of the two. Um, Thanks. <laughs> Thanks so much. <laughs> where is, um, where can people learn about this? Like I know apart from this yeah. conversation, but what, what was there books that you've read about this or is this more like yeah. research online? I read, I listened to a lot of podcasts. Actually, the reason that this is actually a really funny story, but the reason I got so interested in this topic was because I met this guy who was very spiritual and mm. he told me I was really masculine. And it, I was so upset. This was like a year ago. Yeah. You're really, really masculine. And like, of course, I was uneducated. So I thought he was like, you're like a man. So I was yeah. so upset. I was like, why would you say this? Like, I got so upset for so long. And so, I started to study it more and more and then I realized, okay, well, I am actually really masculine. Like I was yeah. I moved to Canada by myself. Like I was working and I like I was just in the hustle mode, like trying to build my bit. I was so ambitious and just like again, nothing wrong with this. Like it all got me to where I am today. But yeah. so I started studying it. I read a lot of books and I know warrior goddess training is amazing feminine energy. There's there's a lot of books um I read and then podcasts. Isabel Palacios on YouTube. I watched like tons of her videos on feminine energy. But um the thing about feminine energy, like yes, I did study it, but feminine energy is actually just being. So like it's not necessarily like researching the feminine is the masculine energy. So it's like yeah, you have to practice it. So like. I just go for like, like I, this morning I went for a walk for like two and a half hours. Like I just nice. go on long walks, like with no agenda. And I just do, I just do practices to cultivate that. And I think that's important. Yeah. Like even taking a bath is like a really feminine energy, like enhancing that. Yeah. So um, I think it's more doing, get like, just actually trying it out yourself rather than yeah. um, but learning it. Of course, like I wouldn't know what it was today without like researching and learning it. But yeah, there's so much things out there that you can learn that, there's even like feminine coaches, like feminine courses, like there's so much. Yeah. 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 Of course. Nice. Well, that's interesting. I'm probably going to have a look into it. I know that's my masculine yeah. energy, but um, it, I, <laughs> I really attach to ideas like that. Like, um, like Taoism, the ancient Chinese philosophy is all about like flowing with the universe and yeah. they call it the Wu way. So it's just like not interfering with the universe and just like letting things be, don't try and put a square peg in a round hole and stuff like that. So any idea that lets me get away with not doing as much, I'm so down for. Um, yeah. Like it, that, that, That's actually like the crucial thing is like, it's letting go of control and how a thing should be or um, play out. That's like, it's so powerful. Like when you just kind of, it, it, it is this thing, like, I don't know if you try out dancing. Like if you just do dancing, you can tune into it and like um, you, you can become more intuitive through dancing. That's also another mm. thing. But, following your intuition. Like I'm someone that like, I will not go against my intuition now. Like I used to be so logical. Like I think um, we're so suppressed, like our society suppresses the intuition so much because in the construct, like when we go to school, we, um, let's say, okay, it's like basically around the leave, not the leaving start. What do you guys have when you finish uh, high school or secondary school? Uh, GCSEs or okay, cool. yeah. 
and they always tell you like oh like get the safe option like be a nurse and be this and that and like a lot of people have this inkling like that doesn't feel good to me like why is that and they don't know what this like internal like wisdom is or like this internal feeling and they're told to suppress it and be like oh do this like go do nursing the safe option and so people drill against their intuition and then over time they don't trust themselves and i always find when you put other people's values um above your own you're devaluing yourself and another incredible way just is to trust be more intuitive that's very feminine so listen to your intuition and let that guide you because it's there for a reason like intuition is going to guide you to where you want to be so sometimes it's letting go of control and how things should be and just trusting your intuition in the moment and that can take you to so much incredible places and it's funny because ever since i started studying feminine energy that's when my business kind of like blew up like it, it i went from earning like i earned probably a thousand in my business last year mm-hmm. and then i hit six figures in four months like zero to six wow. figures just because i started to be more like in feminine energy so it's so powerful so so powerful yeah oh that's insane yeah. Well, yeah. congratulations. That's good. <laughs> I've just earned uh, forty six dollars this month on ads, so I'm no, hoping honestly. I'll <laughs> I'll get no, there. I'll get there. <laughs> absolutely will because I used to interview people all the time, and like I'm so like I can tell you're really like ambitious, and and when you just listen, you get so excited by it. Like it it all happens when it's meant to. I really trust divine. Mm. Oh I'm yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Let's talk a little bit of law of attraction. Yes, that's what I want to I want to get into that. So, what? Where do people start? I know we've spoken about books like Asking It Is Given and, and the Law of yeah. Attraction books, but what what is like a practice that people can implement on on a daily basis that that will kick yeah. it off? I think the first and just the easiest is visualization. It's free; anyone can do it. Um, I'll give you an example. So, like, um our bodies, like they can't tell the difference between what is reality and what is in our mind. And so there's so many different things you can do. Like if you shut your eyes right now, actually shut them. Oh me. Okay. Shut them. Okay. And open your mouth and imagine a lemon (laughs) is being squeezed into your mouth, a really citrusy lemon. Okay. Yeah. Your mouth is probably like watering up. Is it? Yeah, it is a little bit. Yeah. Okay, you can open your eyes. It's because okay, it's because your your subconscious mind can't tell the difference between what's happening in your mind and what's happening externally. And so we've been gifted an imagination, which no other creature on this world has been gifted. Like a dog, birds, none of these people have consciousness. We've been given imagination. And my philosophy, my belief on this is that we've been given this so that we can manifest. Like we can visualize whatever we want into physical existence because mm. anything we think first starts in a thought form and then we bring it into physicality so me having a thought of i wanting to start a youtube channel or you wanting to start a podcast you then brought that down into the physical world and created that that's like what manifesting is it's very creative mm. and so um we uh, visualization is literally just visualizing the life you want to live or visualizing something you want to manifest and your body can't tell the difference between that or not and you can go into the more esoteric route and kind of say you will guide yourself there that's kind of how i see it but mm. it's like we emotionally react to whatever is in here or whatever is actually happening. So anxiety is, and depression, depression is living in the past. So it's reliving, reliving moments that you think you're still living. And that's why you feel mm. so depressed. And then anxiety is living in the future, which is a huge thing now a lot of people have, is they're emotionally re- reacting to things that aren't happening because it's in their mind. And so if I were to say, oh, there's a lion like in this room, okay, like you, like there's a lion in the room next door and the lion's going to come in. You would start like emotionally preparing yourself for that with fear. You would literally say, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just accept death. I'm not going to fight it. (laughs) (laughs) And then if there actually was a lion in the room, you still would have all of those fears. And that's Mm. how powerful our mind is. If the thing is here or if it isn't, we still are emotionally preparing for that and we're inviting that experience to come in. And I believe like mm. if you think about someone and um, they text you or if you think of someone and they, like I've gotten to a point, I think it all comes down to your belief system and if you believe it is true or not. So if you don't believe in the law of attraction, um, you're going to find it harder to find evidence of it being real. Whereas yes, if you yeah. believe it, you are going to see, like I literally manifest so easily. It's 
weird like it's creepy like i will think of someone and i will see them the next day or they'll text me or ring me like i can literally have someone mm. thought and just let it go and it like they pop into i my bet life. that is so decent for your dating life <laughs> you're like all right this guy here tomorrow okay <laughs> oh no um but it's it's basically you attract what you are so whatever yeah. you are thinking feeling emitting you are drawing your experiences in and to go even deeper i believe this world is a direct reflection of your consciousness so like whatever we believe that is what we perceive like you like two people can look at the same situation and have such different perspectives like such different like and um, for me I'll, for example i love the rain i adore when it rains and i think it's so like romantic and like nice i just love when it rains and a lot of people would look at the thing and go it's so ugly like oh i hate yeah. Ireland. it's so cold like and that's the exact same like thing on the external world but people are perceiving it so differently you can look at the paradigms whatever you want to call it consciousness yeah. systems but it's really to understand whatever paradigm or way you view the world and the beliefs you have you are reflecting that back all the time and it goes for love it goes for money and um, health everything is a direct yeah. with the way you're thinking and um, there's so many ways to explain the law of attraction like some people say you attract what you are some people say like attracts mm. like some people say thoughts and it can be just like so overwhelming you're like what the freaking hell is law of attraction so like at its simplest form it's literally whatever your dominating thoughts are is how you're going to experience your yeah. life and attract more events people and things that are aligned with that so for me now to come to a point where my thoughts that i simply have in a day are they they literally just pop up all the time throughout the day like thing mm. it's just so like and it, it's hard to grasp when people don't believe it like i'll give you an example i remember the other day i was in a bookstore and i was looking at a book to do a crystal i was like oh, i really want to get this book i was like you know what i have so many right now i'll go back and get it like in the next few days and then i see my stat mom later and she bought me that book and so some people would That's look weird, at that as a coincidence okay but yeah when you start to believe it is not a coincidence, because this is the thing about the ego is that we've been so conditioned to believe that the, if it's not here, it's not real. Okay. Like mm. the physicality of the world, it's very logical. It's very, Oh, that's just a coincidence. Right. And so we're so trained to see the world that way. But when you look at it as if someone wants to earn money, let's say you want to earn money. Okay. And a logical person would look at their bank account, bank account and go, I am broke. I have no money. Whereas mm. if someone understood the law of attraction, they would go, oh, I'm wealthy. Money is always flowing my way. All of these sort of things. And to a logical person, mm. they would look at them like you're insane. Like you're like, that doesn't make any sense because your, your physical world um, shows the opposite. And so a lot yeah. of people are in the mindset that if you don't have it in the physical world, you don't have it internally. Like um, you can't be rich until you have the money. And a lot of people chase the external world thinking it'll make them happy. Like, oh, when I have the money, I'll be happy. When I have the boyfriend or the girlfriend, I'll be happy. And they've used this beautiful gift against them, which is once you start to tell yourself you are inside, that's when it pops up outside. Yeah. So when you give yourself those emotions now, such as like for me, when I was kind of broke, I would always visualize having money. I always felt the emotion that like I was rich and then money started flowing into my life. Yeah. A lot of people use it the other way around. So <clears throat> with that and say, how do I want to live my life? Like, what do I desire externally? And then start to feel that. So visualize it every single day and believe it is already yours. And you'll notice, you will notice wild little shifts and things yeah. pop up into your day-to-day -day life. But I think it's just practicing it more and more. And then once you start to see evidence, like even keep a journal or a diary, like a little mm. thing to manifest, you'll be blown away. You'll, you'll be blown yeah. away. I think this world is so magical. Like it's- Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I think the- um. The story you're talking about about how your mind is is so powerful reminded me. I've I've just been reading uh, "Love Yourself Like Your Life Depended On It" by um, Kamal Ravikant and one of our Ravikant. Oh, it's you two. Are yeah, yeah. So um, it was literally this morning that I was reading this, and there was a guy in America. He had psychosis, and he was seeing snakes absolutely everywhere, okay. and he was and he could not distinguish that they they weren't real. And what they did to get him out of this is they bought a load of rubber snakes and a load of real snakes. And they put them in the shower where they took him to shower in the hospital and they took him in there. And then he was obviously terrified because he could see his snakes that he was imagining anyway. And then there were real ones and then there were rubber ones. And he started to distinguish between what was real and then he's completely cured. And it's not that it's, he thought that they were there. So they were there, 
but it's interesting what your mind can do and how powerful it is until something's physically there and then you're like okay that wasn't real yeah yeah that's... same with a, a guy who thought he was jesus they like he he genuinely thought he was jesus yeah so they brought in these massive bodybuilders dressed them as like roman centurions and and started putting together a cross i'm like cool well like today's the day you're going up there son and then he was all of a sudden he was like no, no no i'm not jesus anymore and even months later he'd completely like dispelled that belief that's i know the the mind is the most powerful thing and there's i don't know if you've studied the different dimensions like that there's more dimensions than just the 3d world like the physicality do you do you know this uh, uh like i genuinely believe like i've i've seen them and like experienced them through stuff like psychedelics and, and stuff yeah. like that. so yeah like being in touch with the divine said lucy yeah. like you see things that you can never normally see yeah and they're so real and to come from something natural as well, like from a plant that comes from the earth, which is pretty much where we come from anyway, yeah. all made of matter. Like yeah. I definitely believe there's stuff beyond what we can see and comprehend in general. Yeah, no, that's, that, that's exactly what it is, is um, we've been so trained to just be our 3D. So just the sensory systems of smell, hear, taste, like all of these things. But I believe there, well, actually in physics, it is, there's a, a whole different dimension that we can't see with the physical eye, which is energy. We can't see mm. um, the transmuting of all of this sort of stuff around us. But if you were to look under a microscope, like when we have thoughts, they are literally emitting frequencies, like they are emitting energy mm. out of our heads and they are different wavelengths, like they're different frequencies, like a positive yeah. thought to a negative. You can see that under a microscope, like the difference between the energies Insane. So in physics that positive energies attract like they literally will pulsate and that's where i believe mm. the intuition comes in because the intuition is just an emotional detector it's able like have you ever met someone okay and you just don't like them like they just have a bad vibe yeah loads. No logical yeah no logical reason like i just met this girl this is like awful not recently but like mm. i just never liked her i was like i do not trust this girl and she's probably the sweetest girl to my face but it's the it's the intuition or the emotional vibrate like the vibration detector that's what i like to call it it's literally yeah. able to pick up energies and when you feel called to do this or go to a certain place that's what i believe the like energy attracts like energy you're being guided yeah. like being pulled so when you kind of look at it from the physics standpoint or whatever way you look at it um that's also where the law of attraction comes in it's like you were drawing literally the events experiences things people every single thing you in your life you have manifested and yeah. even if you don't believe in it like even if a lot of people think oh manifestation doesn't work for me it's not a case of if it does or it doesn't it's always working because it's it's just one of the it's like the law of gravity like if you yeah. i don't know jump off a cliff and you go oh like i felt like i hurt myself like i'm like yeah the law of gravity doesn't turn on and off it's the same with the law of attraction yeah. but there's so many other laws like the law of vibration which is that everything is just a vibration like everything is constantly in movement nothing stops like even if you put a dead body i know it's awful but if you put a dead body in a microscope it's still alive like the energy is still circulating yeah. energy cannot be destroyed and so when you kind of look at it it's like we are always creating it's just to focus on what are you telling yourself because you are essentially attracting that into your life um, yeah. regardless if you believe it or not <laughs> i know that's yeah, no, 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 that's fascinating i'm i'm less skeptic now i definitely want to get into it so what's what's the first book i should read Law of Attraction by Jerry and Esther Hicks, or um, I think it's the habit, breaking the habit of yourself, or so, I think it's that. Oh, that Joe, Dis Joe Dispenza, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if that. you're skeptic, you should look into um, quantum physics because it just, it's just one of those, it's like, ah, okay, this makes sense. Do you know what I mean? And then if you want to get into the more woo woo, right? I always say that word. Um, you can go down the route of like Bashar and um, all of these people. My favorite. Yeah, Jerry and Esther Hicks are my favorite. I also read an um, actually incredible book. If you are wanting to, a lot of people, even myself, I used to believe manifesting money wasn't a thing. Um, now I'm like, like fully a thing, fully a thing. But um, an incredible book to read as you are a badass at making money. It's such a, like, it's, it's not even woo-woo in the sense of it's not like deep or very spiritual, but like, every time i read that book like i would manifest money of some sort like or if you don't want to believe in the way manifesting money like just random pieces of money and people would mm. come into my life when i read that book it's a powerful book i'd recommend that absolutely 
you'd yeah. like it you'd like it okay right well i've written that down i've written down quite a few that i'm gonna yeah. add to my ever-growing list of of books to read but oh, it's um it's it's always something that's quite interesting to me because um just before i wrap it up i'll i'll, I'll go into this i haven't like i i don't doubt at all that this podcast will go on to do great things and i can't explain why like people are like, oh well why is it going to be so good I'm like, i don't know i just have a feeling like i, I just i just i just know like can i ask um, you something did you always think you were destined for something big like when you were growing up or um like did you have this deep innate knowing yeah kind yeah of. that that's literally put there for this exact reason like um, cause the, I've actually spoken to people and they don't want to be a big entrepreneur. They don't want to be anything. They don't have that. I don't I, I have no interest in the whole like entrepreneur side of it. Like I don't, I don't mind the idea of like having a business that I'll make money, but I'm, I wouldn't say like I'm an entrepreneur. I, I, I'm, I'll enjoy making a business mm -hmm. and like, I'll enjoy the process of like watching it grow. Like I'm, I've sold bookmarks for the podcast in terms of like yeah. merchandise. So the things that I've made are budgie smugglers for a need to read purely okay. because what is I that some budgie smugglers they're like speedos basically oh okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're uh, they're, hit, they're hit and miss they're hit and miss okay. when i uh when i put them on the instagram like a video of me and the budgie smugglers i lost like 100 followers so oh they're god. very polarizing <laughs> oh my god that's insane i was like am i is it that offensive um and bookmarks so like i've got a couple thousand bookmarks and then I started like I put them out to my email list and I made like 60 or 70 pounds and I was like I'm so much happier now making 60 or 70 pounds from some bookmarks and having to write addresses on envelopes and stuff like that than I ever was making like three or four grand commission a month like in sales like no that's I think you might not even realize this but I think that's even 10 times better is when you're not going in it for the money like when you follow your passion the money will follow and I think yeah you like you're saying oh i don't want to be an entrepreneur that's probably going to make you 10 times more of an entrepreneur if like regardless yeah. because you're not focused on that you just want to help people yeah really, right that's like your goal so yeah you look it up in that aspect that fuels it and the, the rest will follow the rest will align um i i'm a huge fan of aaron dowdy he's like one of my favorite like thought leaders if you will um, who's that sorry aaron dowdy aaron dowdy okay. yeah yeah he's incredible um, he's a YouTuber, um, but he always speaks about this and it's how like when you follow your passion, everything else will come into play, like everything mm. will align and it really, ha it really does. Once you kind of just love what you do, um, the rest will follow. It'll all fall into place. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Well, I think on that note, I'll, I'll wrap it up there, but just where, where can everyone find you? Cause I know we spoke, you, you have YouTube's your main sort yeah. of goal. So it's where everyone can learn everything about this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. no, I had so much fun. Thanks for so much for having me. Um, in regards, yeah, so my YouTube is just Ella Ring Rose, and then my podcast is called The Goal Getter Mindset, and yep. then my Instagram is at Ella Ring Rose. But I mean, YouTube is like where I'm at. Like, I upload like three videos a week, I reply to every single comment. Um, I'm so yeah. active on that. Instagram isn't like my biggest thing, to be honest. It's no. just I do it for fun. Um, yeah. Yeah, YouTube, Alaringers. That's yeah. all. I'll put I'll put links for each each of those like in the description of this episode yeah. anyway. So that's really cool. But um, any any final things for anyone that's still a skeptic? Still a skeptic. Um, I would just say I think I think it's a thing of you have to. No one else can convince you. Like if you if you have a curiosity, just like study it and learn about it. Because for me, like I literally was like the biggest skeptic. Like I, again, like the job I'm doing now, I used to look at people and think like she is scamming money. Like I used to look at these people and be like, they're scam artists. And now to be the other side where I would literally view myself as a hippie. Like I'm like such a spiritual little, I don't even know what I am. Um, spiritual being, like I'm such a, just so, like I used to take the make out of me, like the person I am mm. now. So it's like to be open to change and not don't suppress any curiosity due to the judgment of others um for so many years i suppressed spirituality because i feared what others would think of me more than what i thought of myself like i would fear like someone thinking oh god she like is into all of this sort of woo woo stuff like i that was my biggest fear so it's just to understand what's going to make you grow and develop and be happy and just trust your intuition yeah and let that, that guide you it'll guide you to all attraction it'll guide you to whatever when you're ready 
Um, I think just the biggest, actually, yeah, the biggest piece of advice is trust your intuition with everything. Yeah. Because that's the most powerful thing we've been given. Yeah. That don't suppress curiosity due to the fear of judgment of others is stunning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Don't suppress. Like don't suppress. Yeah. Well, thank, thank you so much for coming on. I'll obviously put everything um, in the description there and I shall stop recording and now. Well, thank you very much for listening to that episode. I hope you enjoyed it. She's an absolute legend. She's got a lot to say and a lot to offer. So if you liked hearing from Ella, give her a follow on Instagram. It's at Ella Ring Rose. And head over to her YouTube. I'll put information for all of those in the description of this episode. So you can find everything you need for her. But final word from me. Obviously, if you've enjoyed the episode, please do share it with someone that you think might like it. Um, follow us on Instagram. It's at a need to read with the number two as opposed to the word. So you can keep up with everything that I'm reading, everyone that I'm speaking to, and everything in between when I've got a good idea. Um, but that is it. I hope you are all very, very well, and I hope you enjoyed that. Take it easy and enjoy whatever you do for the rest of the day. Love you all. Love you. Bye-bye.